Gate 14 podcast, what a week, uh, content-wise, Blue Jays-wise, just the summer vibes are back, man. The summer vibes are back. The city is just smoky as shit, looking like Kevin got Bob McCowan's lungs. It's We're buzzing. We're buzzing. You love to see it. Avery, what's up, brother? What a week. What a week. <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, we had some fun stuff go on this week. This is the week where we don't really have weeks doing this. Maybe when the Jays suck, where it's like, oh, fuck, like we have to talk about them or yeah. we don't really have something exciting coming out. This could be one of our better three-week stretches of our year. Yes. I think just the content-wise, uh, everything going everything going for us. Let's let's go right into it. I know that people want to hear about it. Uh, let's talk about the coochie picture. We should start it off with that because that's I've been getting DMs. How did you pull this off? How do you pull it off? But before I say that, so a lot of the listeners know I've – I'm going to humble brag this. I've met tons of people. I've met fucking Harper, Trey Turner. Like I've met all these massive, massive superstars. Schwarber, <laughs> Schwarber, massive, massive guy. Musgrove, all these guys. I have never in my life been nervous to meet someone as I was with Yusei Kikuchi. Am I wrong, Avery? Like you can notice that you're like, Johnny, man, I've never seen you like this. You kept yeah, saying I, that to me. I was, su- I was surprised. You kept saying, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I c- and I'd never seen you do that. You're You're usually the one... Where it's like cool, calm, collected Johnny, and I was like, "Why? Why am I telling you to like? It's okay, man. Like you're you're gonna be fine." I think and it's I- the ability of the unknown, and I I don't know if you made that point or Alto made that point. There's nothing out there on you say he doesn't do interviews. He yeah. does. He's not on social media. He he'll you'll never get a soundbite out of him. So the just not ex- not knowing what to expect when we met him was the part that made me really nervous. Like, you know, Schwarber's a great guy. Like, obviously, he has yeah. an incredible soundbite, stuff like that, whatever. But just the unknown part of you say is something that will always, like, just kind of make me nervous talking to him because you don't know if he'll get our jokes, all that type of stuff, right? There's there's a, a language barrier, quite literally. And I think yes. that's what you were kind of nervous yeah, about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So let's, so let's go back into how we pulled this off because – I'm, everyone's probably dying to know. So this you couldn't say, be done without like two people. I'll say three. Okay. I'll say three people because Jano played a part in it as well. Yeah. Um. So you. So the first time we met Jano and we met Swanee on the field, another awesome picture that I, that still I I that I look back at that too. I just it's 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 awesome. It really is. But yeah. um, we met them on the field and you say's translator was out there. You you you. I don't know how to pronounce his name properly. What do you guys call him, Avery? What, you, what I don't they, know. Is, I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it properly. I don't want to butcher it because that Yusuke. That's I don't know. Gonna, we're going to call him you as well. We're going to call no, him you as well. His Sean is the second part of it. Sean. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sean. We'll call him Sean. <laughs> I that I'm going to get roasted for that. By the yeah, way. Yeah. I don't. But anyways. Know. I mean, so we saw him. One of the best guys of all time. We I mean, we get noticed by like the Bat Boys and stuff like that. They'll say Gate 14 or whatever, like the Ushers and stuff. He comes up to us. He's like, "What's up, boys? Love you guys." You guys told a story about the U of T guys, right? Was he there for that, Avery? Yeah, he was there. So he talks to Avery about it, and they just start shooting the shit, and we're with Swanson and Jano, like, talking. like It was like a big group of us talking. And uh, so he follows us. We kind of start mingling a little bit, DMs every once in a while. Like, we'll just, I'll text him after a say start, like, let's fucking go or something like that. And a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to him, and I said, listen, like, we're the biggest say guys on the planet. Like, you know this. We know this. Everyone knows this. What do we have to do? to just drop off these USA young shirts and just get a picture with them. I don't even need to talk to them. 10 seconds. That's it. He said, we'll make it happen next homestand. That was the last homestand. 
it, we, we couldn't get it done. Obviously, we were doing stuff. He was doing stuff or whatever. So he pushed it to the next one. So I was like, I texted him last week. I was like, I was like, can we please get this done, this homestand? Like, the people need it. Gate 14 Nation needs it. It'll break the internet. And he's like, 100%. Uh, come to Wednesday's game. I'll send you tickets. You guys come down on the field, and I'll get you to meet Yusei. So I was like, all right, cool. So a couple days leading up to it, he was like, it depends on the mood that Yusei's in or whatever. Yeah, that's when, that's when I got nervous, and I was like, oh, yeah. Man. He said, it depends on the mood Yusei gets in. So I texted Jano, and I said, listen, Jano, I've never asked you for tickets. I've never asked you for a jersey. I've never asked you to get me a guest on a podcast ever. We've just been boys. That's it. Like, just I've never asked you for anything. If I only ask you for one thing, just pump our tires to Yusei. That's all I want. <laughs> just say something to Yusei. Just say, like, these are good guys. Like, just say what's up to them and make it happen. So, anyways, it, it comes and it goes and stuff like that. And then I te- and then Swanson and I start texting because Swanson was watching the basketball video, which we're gonna what we're gonna go into. And me and Swanee are really, are pretty decently good friends. Like he chirps me a lot. Obviously, you got to see that in person yesterday. We chirp each other, we go back and forth, we, we'll we'll DM and text and stuff. And uh I said, listen, we're going to meet you, say, but th- the translator, Sean, said it depends on his mood. So can you just make sure you tire pump us a little bit? Like, all I'm saying is just say something to him or come out with him and come out and say what's up to us. He's like, don't worry, bro. I got you, man. So we go to the field, and we're there for like five, ten minutes with Swanee. We're just shooting the shit like I'm just chirping his Juco career, saying I would have mashed him in Juco, all this type <laughs> of stuff. I'm chirping his Mizuno cleats, everything. And uh, Yusei comes out, and he has two people from Japan visiting him. So he start has, starts having a conversation with the in, with his buddies from Japan and stuff like that. And we're just shooting the shit but with, like, Alto, our guy, Curtis, Jimmy, all those guys. And we're just talking to Swanee to shoot. Like, literally, there's like a 10 to 15-minute conversation. It was a pretty long conversation. So Yusei starts walking past us. And then Swanee, like, points like he's going. And then me and you just fucking beeline it to, to him. And Sean, the translator, is like, Yusei, wait, 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 wait. So he hands us, so we shake his hand, by the way, unbelievably firm handshake, smelt great, shakes our <laughs> hand, and I hand him the shirts, and I'm like, we're your guys, like, we're the Kukuchi Corner guys, like, we started that, that was us, like, we're the biggest Yusei guys on the planet, <laughs> and Sean was, like, nodding his head to him, like, yeah, 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 so I showed him the shirt, he loved the shirt, and then I said to him, I was like, I go at people all the time on the internet who, like, chirp you or whatever, like, I, I made sure I said that, so he knows he's our guy. So he's just laughing at us. Like he, he handshakes all of us, like Jimmy, all our guys, like Curtis, Alto, all these guys and you. And I'm like, let's get a pick. So this was the awkward part of the pick. Like I said on the stream, I don't know what the custom is in Japan, like how their mannerisms are and stuff like this. So I hand him the shirt, take the picture with it. And he keeps looking at it. Like he has the biggest smile on his face, like the nicest guy ever. And I put my hand around him and he just keeps his hand to the side. So I was like, oh, fuck. I, I was like, I'm I'm going out swinging if I'm going out. <laughs> so I sit beside him. We get the picture. And then he's like looking up, trying to point to figure out which section's 530. So I, I pointed to him. I was like, it's right there. It's right there. And then Swanson walks by and is like, are these guys, what did he say? He's like, these guys are crazy. Or he said something about us being weird or crazy. Or he, said, he said, be careful of these guys. Yeah, he said, be careful of these guys. <laughs> Swanee was just obviously like just lightening the mood and stuff like that. So we talked to Coochie for a little bit. I mean, we didn't really say that much to him. We we're just talking about how much we love him and stuff like that. And we started the Coochie Corner. And I told him uh, the Japanese newspaper talked to me and I just didn't know what they were saying. So I kind of just like we kind of like pushed it off or whatever at the Coochie Corner game. But yeah, it was I, I couldn't believe it, man. Like Swanee apparently. And so what Swanee told us was Kikuchi asked him and Jano in the locker room. He said, like, are these weird guys? Like, what's the deal here with these guys? I don't know who they are. And Swanee and Jano were like, 
uh, Jansen was like, no, they're really good guys. Like Jano just texted me that. He's like, I told him you guys are like really good guys and stuff like that. And then Swanee just like, yeah, Swanee church. I don't know if he actually said Swanee this. said that we were weird guys. Yeah. Yeah. He said we were weird guys, but you'll love them. Something like that. So anyways, it, it was one of the greatest interactions I've ever had. It, it took me every boat on my body not to ruin this for people. Cause this has been like a two week plan that I've been going on with this. And I've just been so, I had to get the t-shirts made. I had to ensure that he was going to be in a good mood. I'll never text Jan, Jan in front of Jansen for anything like that. So I, I was really excited to get that going, man. I, what were your, what was your thoughts on you say, man? It, it was just like meeting a unicorn, man. I, I don't know. I just, I, I love him. I, I don't know. I was, I'm just like happy for him. So, and then for him to be as nice as a person as he was, his English was, he didn't ha- say like a lot of big words, but everything he said was almost perfect English. Yeah. So my Japanese friend that I roomed with in college had worse English than you say did. It was, and he was just like a happy, smiley guy. It's like everything you want to think about players and then you meet them and they're that way. It's cool. So when just an awesome guy, he's taller than I thought too. kind of brick shit house. Yeah. He's a, he is brick shit house. And it just, uh, we couldn't have met a better guy, man. Honestly, like that's, I think next up has to be Brandon belt has to be. <laughs> Um, I, that, I was just like, I told him that I was just like, I was happy for him that he was pitching his, like, obviously pitching great this year. And we were, we were happy for him. And I think, think he appreciated that from the fellows as well. Yeah. He's and, fucking, he's been awesome, man. And everything that you could expect, you say Kikuchi to be like the listener that obviously has never met him or seen interviews of him and stuff like that. He's exactly how you think he would be. Like, he's yeah. just a chill, mellow guy that just is, you just want to succeed. Like, he's just one of us. It was like talking to just one of the boys. What a moment, man. Honestly, it was the biggest moment in Gate 14 history. I truly think that. But <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've, involved him. Yeah, I don't think we've play. had any socials of just our stuff do numbers like that. Yeah, maybe Coochie Corner did pretty decent numbers too, but that involves him as well, right? But True. It's like, yeah, it's what a guy, man. It was, and like I said, I, I, they're definitely not listening to this, but shout out to Sean, who's probably listening to this. Shout out to Jano. Shout out to Swanson, man. I mean, Obviously, Kikuchi's not going to just meet random dudes that he has no idea of. He's not on yeah. social media. He doesn't know what we're like, all that type of stuff. So having those guys on the inside helping out, helping us out and just pumping our tires, speaking for the boys, uh, that fucking ruled, man. That was awesome. That yeah. What a moment. I I was happy that you were so excited for it. I don't know why. It's like I, I love being a part of it, too. But you were just so, so giddy for some reason. I don't know if I'd ever seen you like that before. It is. It was pretty funny, actually. You were, like, nervous before, uh, too. The thing is, I'll never, uh, like, so I'm assuming these guys are listening. because So we, we, go, we go down to the TD zone, right? And these four ushers there are, like, gate 14 forever. They're throwing up the 14. They asked us for pictures and stuff like that. So we took a picture with them. I look probably so nervous in this picture because I was like, if he doesn't come out, this is going to be one of the biggest flops in gate 14 history. I never even thought that he wasn't coming out because he had his friends from japan there yes and, and sean yeah sean's the best those seats were awesome 30 rows behind the plate and then he by accident sent us five so i got <laughs> to invite my two other buddies curtis and uh, jimmy so what a what a what a game what a moment uh it's every once in a while i do get these moments where i'll step back and i'll be like i can't believe we've gotten here in like a year and a bit you know like a year like 13 14 months we're yeah. on the field, like chopping it up with Swanee, one of our good buddies now, like with you say, 
just taking pictures with you say it's just it's so surreal man yeah. it really is it puts things into perspective when you take like a step back and be like this is insane swanee it, always just feels like a, a friend now He's yeah not uh and that's what that's what's cool about those guys is they're I've always said this to like my my buddies who ask about these guys. They're normal people, most of them. I'm sure there's some bad eggs out there, like yeah, as there always is. But the guys we have met are nor the nicest people you'll ever meet who are just fantastic at sports. Insane at sports. <laughs> and it's just like they could be your friends. You could be around a fire with these guys and talk to them forever. I, yeah, just, we could have talked to we could have talked to Swanee for thirty minutes, like forty yeah. minutes. There, we were literally just shoot. We were talking about like what's like if he's a uh, North Dakota fan, just all the stuff. So what Swanson's the best guy ever, man. So Jano was like that too. Every time yeah. I've I've met Jano, he's just the happiest person. I I always we've been lucky because nothing has ever gone wrong. Like I don't think those guys would come out if they had a shitty game. Yeah, Jana go back to back hits. Uh, Swanee didn't pitch right, so it was kind of like perfect, perfect scenario. Jano getting the ice dumped all over him is the reason we probably didn't see him yesterday too. Yeah, so. yeah, because he said he was he said he was like drying off and getting treatment, so we didn't see him. But yeah, it would have been it was whatever, man. I mean, Jano always like yeah, he he he'll sometimes uh yeah he wears the gate fourteen stuff, you know that. So he he's just a rider. But anyways, like yeah, what a moment! I had to talk about that. I know that people were wanting to just hear about how we pulled that off. But Kikuchi forever, bro. Honestly, yeah. and it just how how much does it rule that he's going going Canada Day Saturday? Like I, we were just talking to him, and now he's pitching in front of fifty five thousand on Saturday yeah. in front of a Staples Stadium. Um, he he deserves it, man. There's like one of the I think if we said this preseason. Like you say, starting Canada Day, yeah, would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But now it's like you want him taking the ball. Yeah. You trust him to take the ball, and we're excited for him to take the ball. So, I mean, you can't do much worse than Thomas Hatch, um, Canada Day. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll, I think he'll do awesome, man. Yeah, I'm pumped what for a, it. What but... a goddamn person! And well, I sent it, I sent it to my friend in Japan, and he was so. So happy to see it as well. He couldn't, really? couldn't, yeah, he can yeah, believe that's electric. I'm and also he, happy. He was like, Oh, um, he commented on that you you say was taller than I was. He's like, Oh, I didn't know he, he is was a tall that guy. Tall. Yeah, he's a tall guy. But let's go into the next thing that we want to talk about. We got to talk about here. The uh the the video heard around the world, the basketball video. I gotta if you, address if you haven't watched the video, pause yeah. this. If you have, I'm sure I'm sure you have if you like. If you're watching YouTube, yeah, yeah, why or fast forward? Um, listen, listen, I've never once said I'm a good basketball player. Did I say that I would beat you multiple times? Sure, did I predict I'd sweep you in the start of the video? Sure, my jump shot is sorry. It's like (laughs) that's the tough thing about when you watch, like, you're on camera, like, we are a lot. You start seeing these tendencies in yourself where you're like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. My I mean, jump I... shot was terrible. I was missing open layups. I just never used my left hand. I might as well have it behind my back. Um, nightmare fuel. That's the only way to describe it. It was a nightmare fuel video that my future child's going to look at and be like, my dad's fucking embarrassing. That's <laughs> what he's going to look at. Yeah, no, everything looks worse on camera. There's just nothing that looks better. Like, we suck. We fucking suck really bad. You don't though. That's the thing that pisses well, me off. I could shoot, don't but suck. like I dribble like a like a horrible person. Someone comment that I dribble like I'm checking if there's air in the ball. That was the meanest comment I've ever heard in my life. 
what the fuck and i think but i think that's funny i think that's why the people like it it's like stripping back a layer man get out of your comfort zone <laughs> if you can't make fun of yourself then this is the wrong business for us to be yeah in, for sure for sure it's, um, it's such a funny it did, idea it did feel good to come out on top um and have good things said about me but then i like for my work i go out and i was the we did a home run derby and i fucking sucked so yeah. it's just like the sports world humbles you yes it really does man baseball sports, sports world humbles you man it sucks i hate to see that out of you i really do but yeah i mean i did you, i did launch two baseballs 400 feet and just rolled over everything else but let's go into it now what's going to be our next thing is it tennis i, I don't know if people want to watch us play tennis i'm thinking it has to be a spelling bee <laughs> i think it has to be a spelling bee the spelling bee might be the funniest thing we ever do. It literally would be because we can have someone behind the camera giving us words and uh, in person. I'm going to go full suit for that, obviously. Yeah. Um, It would be the funniest piece of content we've ever done. Me versus you spelling bee. And these words that this person would give us, it'd have to be a, a third party unbiased. It would be unbelievably funny i can't even spell privilege i was talking about this on stream if privilege is one of the words i'm fucked yeah. it spells check it spell checks it every time on my phone i no, can't was, do it i think we should have chris roach be the spelling guy okay yeah get, get the dictionary out and uh that would be the greatest content thing we've ever done easily it'd be the funniest shit because people like i said love to see me lose they it's love the, to see it's me the fail. even playing field is where is where these sports need to happen that's why baseball is like the worst one yeah because you're better than me um at hitting and i can't fucking throw so it's the even playing field like boxing like i know we're not really gonna do no, that No, we're not gonna do boxing i think i think tennis is a decent one i think tennis is a decent one i do think beer pong would be electric too yeah like beer pong would rule um it like what what it frizz golf i don't think frizz golf, golf would be a good one obviously because you, yeah. you could do you get the handicap system right um yeah we got tons of stuff coming up here we'll we'll be fine with it we'll be fine i'm not worried about that but uh yeah great video but other than that it was hilarious i will i still look back at it like we went four minutes without scoring <laughs> just what's part of the video i think he, he might have sped it up too yeah which is bad but yeah the kid watching in the background was the funniest part you just keep seeing him clapping after an avery bucket or whatever maybe he related to you. i don't know but uh but it's just like everyone else they just like to see you lose man they do like to see me lose and uh yeah great video um you just you love to see it it was just all time it was all time but let's go in another big announcement that i wanted to make on the podcast speaking about kikuchi i've gotten tons of dms i've gotten comments tweets tiktok comments everything canada day july 1st the you saw young shirt is back is fucking back. We're going to be dropping it Saturday morning. We're going to make the announcement. It is going to be back. So everyone asking little belly, I didn't get in, I didn't get it in time. Now's your time to get the Usai Young shirt. All right. It sold out quick last time. This time we're going to be running it back. I don't know how fast it's going to go, but make sure you get your asses in your seats and prepare for the Usai Young shirts. All right. That's where we're at with it. Now let's go into some baseball talk for the people. Some little baseball talk. We got to talk about Brandon Belt. This guy was a walking soundbite all week. All week. On Monday, they ask him, what did you do on the off day? And Brandon Belt is just like, I was uh, fishing in Lake Simcoe, but I'm banned from there now because I caught every single fish in the in the lake. It's just, he's, he's a walking soundbite. And then he said, 
I don't want to embarrass I, like I, he's a former teammate of mine, but I want to embarrass Logan Webb's family. He's just the best. He's the best. He is the greatest sound walking soundbite ever. He rules. And can you explain the Whit Merrifield clip that you never ended up showing me? Okay, yeah. So Whit Merrifield got interviewed by I, th- I, I don't know. That's what Przinsky's show it was. thing, right? Yeah, AJ Przinsky's thing. And uh, they ask him about Brandon Belt, and Whit Merrifield's like, uh, he's one of the most interesting teammates I've ever had in my like entire career, which says a lot because Whit's been around the block. He's like. He's he's just a guy where you just he just says the most random shit like the most I don't know offside stuff, but apparently Brandon, apparently Brandon Belt is walking around the clubhouse saying to his teammates, "I'm pretty much playing for free for you guys, so respect me." So my last year, I pretty much play playing for free, and the dude's making nine million dollars this year, and what Merrifield's like, dude, you're making nine million, and then another thing, Brandon Belt apparently. On Tuesday, I want to say, or last week, was going to do the Babe Ruth home run point before his at-bat. And everyone on the team was saying to him, you won't do it, Brandon. You won't do it. And then Brandon Belt was, like, about to walk up to the plate, and the entire team with anticipation was waiting for him to do the Babe Ruth fucking home run point. <laughs> and he didn't do it. And he hit a ball to the warning track, and everyone on the team was like, what the fuck, man? He's the best. Brandon Belt, the cock. Let's go, Brandon. He's the best. He's the best to ever do it. I kind of kind of sucks that I didn't know this about him for the decade he's been in the league because the <laughs> some of these things are hilarious and they've all happened within a week. Yeah, and he's going to the Nelly concert too. Like the Nelly. Oh, can you tell the? Him. So obviously we talked about the concert last time. You tell me the story about who told you that story about Belt's party in his backyard. Oh, uh, I think it was Webby. So Brandon Belt threw a party in his backyard. And it was just, it wasn't, it was like, what's that San Francisco rapper? E-40? E-40. They had E-40 and like Nelly performing in the backyard of of Brandon Belt's house in San Francisco with the entire team. It's the greatest. He's the best. He loves Nelly so much. I would die to just hang out with Brandon Belt. You know, having a beer with this guy, he's one, maybe saying some offside shit, a, a couple offside shit. He and I, we, I talked about this to you before. You're, there's always that one guy on a team that walks around with no towel that's just fully naked in the clubhouse. He's that guy. There's no it's, doubt in my mind. He's it's because guy. he's the old guy, man. It's like when you go to the sauna at the public gym and it's just 80 year olds <laughs> naked in the sauna. That's what I think of Brandon Belt. <laughs> he's 100% that guy. I, I'll say it again. He, there's no chance he has carried a bag his entire tenure with the Blue Jays. He he's like he puts the bald cap on on choppy day like he's just the best. He's the fucking best. I think he's if you best. went out with Belt and you didn't even know him, he'd make fun of you in seconds. Oh, 100 percent. But that's what everyone does. I mean, huh. Swanee was chirping me. No, Jan not just you. I mean, in general, like anyone. Yeah, like he's he just yeah, no one's safe. Make. He's that guy that has like that's chirping everyone, but also everyone loves. because It's like out of kindness that could, he could take the chirp himself. Yeah. It, it, it's it's all time. What a what a story that what a what a week this week out of stories for Brandon Belt, dude. Just the funniest shit ever. I'm playing for free. I'm pretty much playing for free. This is my last year. I'm playing for free. It's all time. He's the best. So we had to talk about that story about Brandon Belt. But who else do you think would be like that? Like a sneaky funny guy? Because I think uh like Mesa is where I'm at for that. Really? Because I think he's like kind of you have to be kind of odd as well to have that type of humor. I think Trent Thornton is. Butters. Yeah. Butters has to be it. 
He's the best. Yeah. It's all, but I would have never seriously thought, I would have genuinely thought Brandon Belt was going to be like the most serious guy on the team when he came in here because he's a vet, new team, all that type of stuff. He's just like, he's ripping like concerts with the boys. He's probably getting mangled on the plane, just playing cards all time, all fucking time. Um, yeah, we had to talk about that. But he, he, it's just, I, I love the clubhouse stories. That's why I do this podcast. I love hearing the clubhouse stories. Yeah, that it's, is. It, that's what gets you into to the sport even more. Finding out that, uh, that the guys that you like on the baseball field are hilarious people. Off exactly. Field. Let's go to the next Jay story. So Vladdy's participating in the home run derby. She looked great tonight. I mean, maybe he'll pull out that little fucking two second deck swing that he had tonight. Little middle middle. Um, John Schneider's throwing to him. Where are we at with that? That's like Tony Larusa throwing to Albert Pujols. No, like no, no. Yes, he, it is. He did it. Okay. Well, it was different because John Schneider threw to him in 2019. Yes, I guess that makes sense. So, you know, make him comfortable. Do you think Guillermo's telling John Schneider like? You better fucking give him outside pitches. Work yeah, yeah. Like, he's like sliders low in a way that he can only take over the second baseman's head. Yeah, that's what we need to be swearing. Is, at it, are the worms going to be safe in Seattle? That's where I'm See, at. Because Vladdy's found the power stroke again. Perfect timing. I'm nervous that the ground balls are going to find their way into the home run derby, oh. and if they if they do, he's done forever. It's like <laughs> we're not. What if get... we have another 91 home run performance again? Then it's oh. like. Take his over home run second half because he's going to be a freak. Yeah. Oh, God. That that's. I think they've broken him, but I hope they can like re-break him back. Like him being big lights, big city, um, in the home run derby again. Think it's going to help him. We got to stream that. We have to stream that. Uh, him in the home runs. It's going to be hilarious. Like just either the ground balls or the fucking nukes. It's. I think he's gonna put on a show. I'm gonna say it. I think he maybe. I think he makes semifinals. We'll see about finals. I think he turns it around the home run derby. He has to. He all. He's a light show guy. He fucking oh, yeah. launches in home run and BP for sure. And there's no Guillermo there behind the cage telling him other way, Vladdy. There's no Guillermo. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I think. Uh, I. I'm excited for. It. I'm rarely. I'm rarely excited for that type of stuff, but it is cool. Home run derbies are cool. I don't care about the all-star game. Right, let's talk about that as well. No Blue Jays selected as starters, whatever. The only one deserving, in my opinion, was probably Bo Bichette, obviously. 100%. Corey um, Seager's played 49 games, Avery. Yeah, no, he was hurt. That's the uh, That was the thing that wasn't fair. Felt like there maybe there should be a threshold that you need to play a certain amount of games. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to get too mad. Corey Seager's also been very, very good. But yeah, I think Bobachet for someone who's played almost every game was probably more deserving. For sure. And, I, and the only other person I think should start is going to be Kevin Gosman, potentially. But he's not the top 10 list from OB.com. They are. Oh, my. They God. have Bryce Elder at 10. That, that is list. crazy. I mean, yeah. they, they just know. It's like You can't get mad at that because, you know, they're in the clicks business. Yeah. Um, but it's just so stupid. What would you say the odds are, though, that Kevin Gossman is starting for that day? I have no idea how it lines up. And that's pretty okay. much the one thing that um, is the reason why people start or why people don't start is if they line up to pitch on that day. Okay. That makes more sense, I guess. Yeah. I, it's a weird situation. I would love him to start, but it, what, like I said, I don't care about the All-Star. I really don't care about it at all. I've never voted for it. Um, 
I never voted because they'd make you like put in your email and stuff. Yeah, I just, just I don't want to get the emails from them. Yeah, I've never voted for them. And uh, Blue Jays committed voter fraud by doing ten different votes a day. That should be reported. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, I don't it's it's the mid it's lost its touch for me. I'll say that. Back in the day, they used to like care about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like when well, it was when, like Jeter, when the game mattered. Yeah, when the game mattered, because wouldn't it be? Didn't it used to be that the winner of that game would get home field advantage for the home run uh the world series yeah exactly so that yeah so there was a little bit of incentive behind it i don't hate that rule actually it'd be kind of cool seeing like like mono mono the best players in the world go against each other knowing that there's like a world series home field advantage on the line that'd be kind of cool i mean they they did that I know, for decades it, it sucks that they took it away though that's what i'm saying thanks 100%, rob 100 percent. i don't remember i don't remember what they do now i think it's a better record of the team yes yeah Interesting. No, it was it was cool. It was the one reason that everyone else could say All Star Game sucks. Every All Star Game sucks. NFL one dog shit. Pro Bowl sucks. Mm-hmm. NHL turned into a three on three contest. Uh, NBA was just a slam dunk contest in the game, like no defense. And it was you could always say Major League Baseball. It was the one that actually mattered because he had something to play for. Now you don't really have it, but I think you're playing not to get embarrassed out there now. Yeah, and it's hard to fake. I'm not bad against the guy, really. Like, you can't lolly. You can, I guess, technically kind of lollygag it or just not really swing as hard as you can. But you don't want to get embarrassed, man, you know? Yep. So, yeah. I, we'll say, I, I'm not going to watch the Hall-Star game. I don't care about it. Other The Jays but players. The, are the funny be- thing to me was all the people bitching about all the Jays being favored to go in. And then it just flip-flopped. And it was all Texas Rangers. and So no funny. One, no one and Braves. Cares. It's all Braves, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's fuck it. Who cares? But uh, another thing, another thing that I want to talk about. So did did, did uh, you see that video I put up on Gate Fourteen of that one of our listeners bought fifty Looney Dogs yeah. and ran it up the aisles and was just launching it like it was Jackie Moon on uh, <laughs> just launching it. It was hilarious. What a video! What yeah. a video! I don't know where guy. they. Like, did they actually give them that huge box? That's what I'm saying. Like, how I don't. I never thought you could order fifty hot dogs. Like, I thought it was the max of four. Yeah, that we've been told max four before. Maybe they were just in a little deficit or a surplus even, where they're yeah. just like, we can sell 50 at a time. Where are you at with this hot dog total, Avery? I think where it's are you fake. At with this? I think, I think it's, it's, it's fake. the fakest bullshit on the planet. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not going to, I'm not wanting to go political mode, but it has to be just like, let's let's count the vote here. What are we doing? Well, like 5,000 an hour and a half before the game. What? Like, that just doesn't it make could, sense. It could happen. It could happen, right? Like, it's an automated system over a computer. You have to put every purchase in through that computer, so it could be totaled up pretty easily. So you, th- um, I'm with Keegan Matheson. I think it's fake. He thinks it's fake? Yes. Uh, I mean, I just said I thought it was fake, but there's a way it could be done. I also think it's fake. Yeah, like, the number they're putting on the board is, like, just an outlandish number, like 70,000 hot dogs, 100,000. It's stupid. It's insane what they're doing up there. It doesn't make sense. I, I, I'm not going to fall for this fucking bullshit. I'm not going to fall for dugout deals, and I'm not going to fall for this. I it just I'm not I'm not <laughs> hopping into that. But uh, let's let's go into the series now. Monday's game was Tuesday, pain, or Tuesday's game was painful to watch. I mean, Kevin Gossman. Let's look at his stat line. He got the loss, by the way. I mean, that's why wins and losses. I should tell you, wins and losses don't mean shit. Six innings pitch, three hits, one run, run, 12 punchies, and he got the loss. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? That was the most Toronto Blue Jays game of all time, though, because 
it was a bullpen day and Alex Wood has some of the worst numbers I've ever seen in my life. And he just absolutely just shoved. He fucking shoved. Yeah. I couldn't believe Alex Wood was doing that. And his throwing motion's weird, though. I will say that. Like, that's did, did hard you, to hit Did against. you end up seeing the picture of all of the Giants' arms they threw that day? No. Oh, you need to get this. Was it, was it, was well, tweet on the gate 14 at one point. Um, I'll retweet it or whatever. But so what they, I'm they gonna send like it. An, you need to like see a, this. Like it an was, overlay of all their arms. Yeah. Like the arm slots of all their guys they threw. It was actually like a genius masterclass performance by their, uh, by their pitching staff. Oh, okay. here it is. I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. Yeah. I, it was. This is what, bad for is it Tyler or Taylor Rogers though? Taylor Roger or Tyler Rogers? That dude's a freak. That dude's a fucking freak, Avery. Yeah. Okay. So I just sent it to you. Look at it. So it's you get Ryan Walker to start, who's ninety five eight with his fastball. Yeah. Um, three quarters. Oh my the, god. Three quarters from the right side. Oh yeah. Just and, this is a good ex- explain it for the people. Actually, and then you sense. get Alex Wood ninety one two lefty three quarter deceptive move and then you get tyler rogers topping out 81 7 submarine righty and then camille duvall 99 5 straight over the top so everyone they see was just so different um i think they had 17 strikeouts no runs no walks those four guys combined Jesus Christ. So yeah. it was a bullpen game, but an absolute masterful pitching performance from the Giants. And it's For frustrating sure. to see every time you watch our guys go up there and they don't get hit. It's like, okay, they suck. And you never see it as a tip the cap to the other pitcher unless you're facing a, a top guy. Like when we get beat by McClanahan, it's like, okay, that's a guy who's just good. Or if yeah. Strider would beat you or something like that, which he didn't. Um, but no, it's kind of a, a low key masterclass from the Giants on. I just feel bad for Gossman because that was like one of the best performances he's had all year. 12 punchies, man. He looks insane. We are so lucky. I, like I said, it's like where we sound like a broken record. He fucking, he is all time. He rules, man. I can't get enough. Four hard hit balls too. That's it. Yeah. That giants team. I don't know how they're good. They suck. They fucking suck. Avery. They're terrible. They've gotten like good performances out of their office. And that was like the old Jays. You could take really bad pitching and win games if you just score more runs than everyone else. Yeah, and for sure. It's not the Jays of this year. Yeah. Um, but you'll take it, man. The sky was falling after that game. I'll be honest. I was pissed about that game. You start off the game, right? Runners on first and third, no outs. You don't score a run. So chance to blow it open. Oh, yeah. That first inning was disaster. That's what I'm saying. It was just like it was one of those games where it's like, fuck, can we just like stomp a team? And then they didn't score the rest of the game. A lot of runners left on. I think that was one the I'm trying to think. It's like MLB history. It's like the eighth time ever that a team had that's had five doubles or seven doubles or something like that. Didn't score a run. That's awesome. It was something along those lines. That 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 was that was what the uh, stat was. But yeah, it was like it it just was so frustrating. But whatever. Kevin Gossman, good to see him f- absolutely just do what he does. Just betting his strikeout props the easiest thing ever. It really is. He's a, he's just so good. But let's go into the game that we went to. Trevor motherfucking Richards is insane. Like, we were sarcastic about it before, like, two weeks ago when he was carving. Now it's not a joke anymore. It hasn't, been a, guy, joke, it hasn't been a joke for a while. Yeah, it's a good point, I guess. Yeah. He's been 
incredible. So let's read some stats here. So since Alec Manoa, since Alec Manoa got sent down to the Florida Complex League, we've we actually we forgot to talk about that as well. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, there's been three bullpen days with uh, Trevor Richards and Bowden Francis. They've won 18.1 innings pitched, five earned runs in those games. And a lot of those were in Texas, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that, what more could you ask for? That's better than what Alec would do. 100%. I really like Bowden Francis. He, he uh, He's really good. He was giving up some hard contact yesterday. Yeah. But that's fine. If you can get lucky for a couple of weeks and it helps the team win, um, you don't always have to think of the bad things of getting lucky. Let's take the getting lucky and run with it. Right? Yeah, for sure. But but he de- he's much improved from last season. It's just I, I can't get enough of Trevor Richards. You know what's crazy? Like, Avery, if I told you at the start of the year, I was like, Trevor Richards would pitch every fifth day and he'd be a walking pitching ninja video. What would you say? You'd call me a brain dead idiot like the TikTok guys. Yeah. If I said that. 100%. And now it's like he's he's a walking pitching ninja video. He gets so many swings and misses. It's incredible. 52.5% swings and misses yesterday. 52.5. That's like prime DeGrom numbers, Avery. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, I'm about to look at it here, but he had on the ton of whiffs he had 13 whiffs and what do you throw three innings yeah that's incredible johnny <laughs> it's quite literally incredible Dude, the thing that sucks is though and we talked about his last podcast there's no fifth starter like he would be so good out of the bullpen like seeing him every two or three days like it sucks that we have to kind of just milk him in the bullpen and keep him there yeah because he's gonna because because of alec you know it sucks because he's been so good that changeup is unhittable. He's going prime Marco Estrada on our ass. And you can you could tell the vertical break on it from where we were sitting. Yeah, you oh, know, it's, it's unhittable. It's unhittable. You see, you could see speed change usually from guys, but like on a changeup, that vertical break was nuts. It stops halfway and just fucking drops straight down. What an incredible. The, the silver, silver fox, fox man. <laughs> What a guy. He might pitch game three or he might pitch in the, in the playoffs. If we make it, he might be that guy out of the pen. If he keeps this shit up, it's just, it's, it's wild how like bullpen arms could just be so different. Like one year, he's the worst pitcher ever. Like we wanted him DFA'd. And now he's like, this is a crucial part of this team. Oh yeah. We need Trevor Richards. It's like, kind of like, kind of like the Ross tripling situation last year, I guess. Right. But that's why you don't make moves that podcasters want you to make. Yeah. That's why, especially us. especially us. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. um, <laughs> percent. But like, what are we to do? We don't see player development. We don't know what you're doing with them. You, you, if we came into the year before spring training, because he's good in spring training again with that changeup, throwing it a ton, you would just be like, why, why does he deserve a roster spot when we have a bunch of guys who can throw harder than him? But getting swings and misses is super crucial in the bullpen. And Ross Stripling, not Ross Stripling, um, Trevor Richards. Trevor Richards has found a way to be very, very valuable. Let I mean, me tell you the craziest thing about that game. Sorry to cut you off. This, I was just looking at the box score. If we would have talked about this two, three months ago, that the Jays would have Trevor Richards start, Bowden Francis go second, Trent Thornton third, and Jimmy Garcia fourth, and they would give up one run, what would you say? Yeah. No. Isn't that not insane? Like, that's just what baseball is, though. Like, the, that's ball. That's the, these the guys best. are insane. I'm sorry. It's the best sport in the world, dude. Can't believe it. And the offense showed up. and But again... I hate I hate to nitpick this one because it's shitty. Five runs in the first, and you only score one more run. It's like you're not it's putting like, you're not putting a team down. I 
I said when we were there, oh, five one is gonna or five nothing is gonna be five three very soon. And luckily it didn't get to that, but God gotta start killing teams when you can. They just don't. They they don't have I mean the A's. I don't, I don't count I don't count that fucking sorry ass franchise, but they've never shown the ability to just step on a team's throat, right? I mean, five nothing against Logan Webb, by the way, who's a really good pitcher. You go five up five nothing, the momentum's there. Zero, 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 zero. The next innings. Like how it's it's absurd. You just no ability to just step on someone's throat at the play. And I, you got to tip your cap as well to Logan Webb for locking in there. But yeah, like fuck, can we just do that? And that first inning, Avery ruled. That was awesome. That, it just I, I could double, not believe double, my double. eyes. The Dalton Varsho double with Lamont Wade Jr. playing in with two outs. I I looked at Johnny's like, do they think he was bunting? Like, why in the world would they do that? chopper over his head that would have been routine if he was back but that's yeah. the stuff you'll take any yeah, way yeah. you can get it everyone was hitting everyone was hitting there george springer three for four are you kidding me boba shed obviously everyone on the team got a hit danny jansen two for four two really hard hit balls 109 yep. i think was one of them um you love to see it what an awesome game having biggio double yeah Kevin biggio double everyone got a hit brandon belt uh vladdy double Choppy, everyone was buzzing. That that game was awesome. To the be Vladdy hit gonna... shouldn't have even been a hit. It, it was, was a... yeah. Casey Schmidt didn't get was scared to get in front of it because it was like one at one ten yeah. off the bat. But yeah, no, that was. I mean, Trent Thornton, by the way, <laughs> butters. This guy's carving, absolutely carving. And these aren't like. St- I mean, technically, I mean he's pitching in blowouts, but <laughs> whatever. Let's look at Trent. Let's look at Trent Thornton stats this year. I mean, the sample size is probably really small. It doesn't matter. Four innings pitch, zero, zero <laughs> runs, three strikeouts. He's been perfect. He's on pace for a perfect game. I hope he goes nine. So we'll we'll call it the Trent Thornton perfect game. I hope he yeah. goes five more scoreless. No, the the Trent Thornton no hitter. Sorry, um, that's what we'll be doing. But what 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 an addition to this bullpen? And it sucks because Zach Paul's coming back up. So you know Trent Thornton's gonna get sent back down, right? Or do you think Mitch White maybe? No, Mitch White doesn't have options. Oh, he doesn't. No, that's why he was back up. So it'd be Trent Thornton. That sucks. I love Butters. Butters forever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, him he, and Bowden Francis being half decent. Um, so Bowden, well, Bowden Francis is not half decent. He has a he has a two nine ERA. He's half decent. He's pit like he's half decent. He's not. He's doing what he has to do. Hundred percent. He so he's half like he's decent. He's good. Yeah. Um, it's actually one of the few signs of the Blue Jays like pitching development working out well. Even though it seems to have taken them a long time, not Mitch White, but ah, Mitch White hasn't been in the system long enough. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, I yeah, uh, it's it was awesome. It, I'll just say this: it was awesome to get a bounce back win, especially when you score zero runs an entire game or what is it? yeah, it was zero runs, and then the next day you you start out the first first inning five runs like we're fucking here against Logan Webb. I think we called it too. We said they would beat Logan Webb somehow, then lose like whatever. Yeah. But let's go into today's game. Today's game was another one where no business winning. But when you got pitching as good as you have with the hound on the mound, I guess you'll take it. Three hits should not win you a baseball game, obviously. I mean, that's not a hot take. But that was tough to watch, that offense tonight. That was on serious at-bats. I mean, another game that was – how long was this game today? It was like two, two hours, hours and 15 minutes. Two hours, 15 minutes. 
back-to-back games like that. This team hates concession stands. They hate the they hate the Blue Jays <laughs> making more money off concession stands because they just make this shit quick. They make the seventh inning get here quick, so there's no more beer purchases. That's what they're that's what they're doing. But Chris Bassett's like when he's on Avery, and I I we saw that start on the TV, right? He started off with one of the worst starts of his career, and then went 12 straight starts with like a 2.73 ERA, photo memory, and then his last two starts has an 11.53 ERA, and then today he bounced back. I got to talk about this pitch calling shit. We talked about this on the stream. If a guy is not calling his own pitches, but he's waving off the catcher 17 times in at bat, what difference does it make? <laughs> the mechanics maybe, Avery? Like he's always not touching something or having to worry about touching the right button? Like what is it? Like yeah, wh- why? That, what, that, has, that has to be it. Because what, what else could you possibly say? He He's still calling his own game because he's not – like if the catcher called the game, he wouldn't shake off totally. Yeah. And he would just be, he would take whatever Kirk said here in the earpiece to go throw, but he's shaking off everything. And when you have to get to eight pitches with a limited time clock, he was actually pretty good at it today. I think it was only one pitch violation. We thought yeah. it'd be, we thought it'd be a lot more. Cause Kirk clicked it right when the ball got back to him. Yeah. So yeah, it was just weird. Like it is. Sh- yeah. I don't he know. He shaked off so many pitches. But at the end of today's performance, you can say it worked for him. Obviously. Yeah. But I mean, 12, that, that's his career high. And is Kirk, could you also val- uh, value a decent amount of that to Alejandro Kirk? He was stealing a ton of strikes Stein, today. Or a strike stealing masterclass from Kirk. What a performance behind the dish from Alejandro Kirk today. Steal, yeah. stealing strikes like it was nobody's business in getting his hand wrapped every inning yeah that's definitely not 100 yeah definitely 100 but he needed to get he needed to get back for chris what yeah. a weird deal you think dave ever talked outside of the baseball setting yeah chris bassett I, and kirk i think everyone loves kirk and it's just you like think yeah, so? you want to hang out i feel like he might be kind of quiet yeah that's what luplo said remember no i don't remember he said that yeah luplo said he's like quiet yeah, but he seems like he fucking rock. When you get him to talk, you listen to whatever Kirky says. When he says "Let's go, Bouyers," you fucking listen because it rocks. Yeah, he's the best. Kirk's the best. I, this ca- this catching tandem on the Blue Jays is just is is is, is insane. Yeah. Jano, all time good guy. Kirk, all time good guy. So it's uh, it just it rules. But another thing I want we got to talk about tonight: Vladdy home runs, little he's pull doing side. It. Full side, Guillermo, three home runs in a week or three home runs in six days for Vladdy, albeit two against the worst team I've ever seen in my life. But um, what a game. What, I mean, that home run was awesome. Yeah. Little middle middle launched into the second deck. The bat drop, the kind kind of like I'm here now. But you that's know? the it, damage you need to be doing. Um, Like middle middle pitches that suck. What was it? A change up? And yeah. He, hit he it was to Mars. He was missing a lot of those when he was struggling, though. Like, those would be like a ground out 112 off the bat to the shortstop. Yes. It's good to see that he's – it's good to – I mean, he, we said this. His home runs might be the best on the team, right? Like, They're and, so cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, his home runs might be the best on the team. So, And just, when you see him hit a fly ball, your first thought isn't, oh, that's gone anymore. It's like, how how is that going to stay in? Yeah. And he, and he kind of pimped it. And I was like, oh, is that – that's not going to stay in, is it? And then it hits off the – facing of the second deck it's like fuck i haven't seen that in so long oh man all time all time and then we got i mean that throw by uh that throw by kirk and tag by espinal tonight saved the game 100 that would have been a runner on second 
Espinal, you sometimes forget how much of an athlete this guy is because he could play anywhere in the infield, obviously, besides first. But that tag with his momentum taking him the other way and to, like, spin back and make sure he got the tag on him, I don't know who you give credit to that to because that was a bad pitch as well from Romano. That oh, yeah, Kirk bad, somehow bad got pitch. Um, Kirk had to, like, jump to get it and then spin throw, great tag. That's just like a that's ball. Like, that's Major League Baseball being played right there. It was such a sick play. I mean, that tag was like, it's so, I'll tell you what, there's one thing that I love watching in baseball, and it's just the the cleanliness of a, a throw being right on the spot, right when a guy's sliding in. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like, it's like, you don't have to move your glove, just bang. Like that Bo Naylor throw a couple days ago, like the spin throw. That was so cool. Right on the glove. No, Don't even move it. Espinal didn't even have to move it. Just bang. Yeah. Right there while he's taking his momentum. And what a pick by Espinal there too, right? Like, I know it's on turf, obviously, but like Still. Romano, I mean, you said this on stream, his start, his appearances don't start till there's a runner on. Yeah. That's just where he's at. It's, you don't get clean innings and doesn't matter if you end up with a W. Like I, I won't be mad at him for not for like being kind of bad today. Yeah. Got the job done. He's and in you there. Know he's too- not going to have his best stuff, but there's days where he has his best stuff and he just throw, blows 98 past a guy like three pitches so yeah it's give and take with it just like his job his job is to be the reason the jays win the game at the end and he did that today so if he if he starts losing those blowing those saves then you got cause for concern for me at least and then just swanson again tonight i and mesa tim mesa 308 era plus is ridiculous (laughs) i'm not a year i'm not an analytic guy like blue jays that's that's not really analytics way to run straight a plus or, or ERA plus? Yeah. What does it not. what does it mean for the listeners? I know it just means what is it? hundred is just average. It's just your ER how so, good your ERA. So that'd be like having an OPS plus of three hundred. Would yeah. that be this that's fucked. Yeah, it's just you're that much better than um the league. Those bullpen haters are looking awfully fucking dumb now, huh? <laughs> awfully, awfully dumb now when I said this bullpen was gonna be good. Awfully stupid. But anyone in particular you want to talk about? Oh, Blue Jays dad. That tweet from Blue Jays dad, by the way. Oh, my God. What a ridiculous thing to say. So for those that don't know, I'm assuming you've seen it. But I think we need to hit Alec Manoa. We need to talk about him after the yeah, Blue Jays yeah, dad yeah. tweet. Yeah. So so he pulls up a tweet that I, I got to pull this up on my account because this is the most absurd shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. I, I got to pull this up. So what, what was it? Weighted runs created plus? Yeah, it's like Weighted Runs Created Plus didn't win that game. Weighted Runs Created Plus did not predict tonight's offensive outburst. I don't know what to make. I don't know what to make of it all. Does not compute. Does not compute. Tell my wife bleep bloop. What the like? This is a grown man tweeting this, and I thought it was a burner at one point. Like I thought it was like, oh, this is funny, but it was actually him. Does he know not that that stats from the past? Like it, it, there's nothing that predicts the future. If we had stats that predict the future. There would just be a million GMs out there that are just computers. I'd be like, you need this guy in the lineup today because he's going to go two for three. Well, they right? kind of do. They they tell a more full story, which is how you use them as predictive stats, right? Like if a team has a way to runs created plus of 90 and one has a way runs created plus of 130, you're going to predict that the team of 130 is going to score more runs. And I think that's how you should look at it. I don't know if that's how... Uh, our good friend Blue Jay's dad thinks about it. He's but... so fucking dumb. Whatever. Fuck it. We're not going to uh, talk. Whatever. <laughs> Let's go to Alec Manoa. What is your, by the way, great series win. Another yep. one for the we'll boys, take... three in a row. We'll take the, it. Anyhow, the Mets, anyway. you said this to me. 
Just imagine being like a Mets fan. Padres. Pa- Padres fan right now. Cardinals. The Mets didn't win a single series in June. The Mets had a worse record than the Oakland Athletics in the month of June. So, and the Mariners. Think about a Blue Jays fan. It could be substantially worse right now. Substantially worse. The Jays are eight games above 500. Like, let's let's let, let's get into a little bit perspective here. The Padres are fucking terrible. Yeah. The Mets are terrible. The Cardinals have one of the best lineup, and they are terrible. The Mariners fell off a cliff. It's things could be worse, guys. That's all I'm gonna say. Positive Johnny's back. Things could be worse. Speaking about worse, Alec Manoa. One of the most breathtaking stat lines I've ever seen in my life at the Florida Complex League. What the fuck? Two two innings, eleven runs. What do we do, Avery? Okay, so let's think of the John Schneider soundbite clips as well, right? Yeah. Where he went on to say, obviously he saw the stat line, not good, but he's happy with the work he's putting in. You think about what he should be doing there, tweaking mechanics, maybe think of throwing your fastball more to better spots. But in your life, I can say this personally, you've never tried something Instead, it's been a successful outing if you give up 11 earned runs in two and a third. (laughs) Like, you're still a competitor out there. You're still a baseball player. You know that's not competitive. You know that it wasn't good. Well, whatever he was doing in that game, throw that shit out the window and back to the computers, Alec. Yeah. Like, my buddy was trying to justify it to me. He's like, maybe he's working on something. Maybe he's only throwing fastballs. You're facing 19-year-olds, bro. Like, you think you can't spot sure. up a fastball that they can't hit? Like they're still, ba- they're still professional baseball players. I understand that though, but like I understand four, five runs, whatever. Eleven, eleven in two and a third. You know, he wasn't out there for the full game. I it just I, I don't know how you can justify that. Like what what could you possibly be working on unless maybe he's throwing left handed that yeah. game? That's the only way you could justify. Yeah, that he's game. trying to become Pat Venditti. Like that's the only way games. to justify it. You there's no other. Like option, there's no other spin zone like John Schneider's doing. It was embarrassing. It's an embarrassing stat line. It's one of the biggest fall offs I've ever seen. Hundred percent. Maybe Ricky yeah. Romero, but I don't remember that that much. But no, like Ricky Romero yeah. wasn't giving up eleven to nineteen. The nineteen year old New York Yankees. <laughs> Ricky Romero also wasn't like a top two Cy Young guy. Yeah, it just. I hope he gets back. I'm rooting for him, obviously. So but- it now. We can also say the the clip from a TSN thing where Manoa came in 320 pounds this year. That he's, that that picture was not great. I'll he's got to be two. He's got to be 280 by the time he comes into camp next year. Yeah, like where he was last year. Yeah, but that he did. Someone did did do a side by side. I don't want to butcher it. It's something Bichette on Twitter. Um, and it, he did a side by side of Alec throwing with his like um. What what's that shirt called? Uh, the cutoff, the, the cutoff shirt, and then him throwing in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, and it is a massive difference. I mean, there's no beating around the bush there. It's a massive difference, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't like to see that. But he also trained with Sandy Alcantara, so it might be and your brother, so it might be something wrong there. And that the three uh, worst pitchers in baseball. You hate to see it. You really hate to see it. But I hope he comes back. I really do. Obviously, this isn't the end of Alec Manoa. It's I hope of, not. It's I the end not. of Alec Manoa this year. Probably. Ross Atkins, by the way, saying that Alec Manoa is going to come back at some point. This just please. I think that's goodwill to Alec Manoa, though. Yeah. 
it's might like, be hey, just to, for confidence you think it's like hey you got to work hard they expect you back yeah but maybe they point. maybe they don't actually expect him back creates urgency also right with alec like i gotta work my ass off here to get back and help this team out so they're not doing bullpen days maybe i don't know yeah but uh yeah we'll see it just it was it was insane to watch. I kept refreshing the MLB uh, MILB.com thing and I was like I like it was another home run, home run, double. It's insane. Insane. Um hope he does well. Hope he figures it out. I really do, but we'll see. You got any listening any listener questions this week or you didn't put it in? No, I put it in, buddy. Um Discord's just loading here again. Listener questions. We'll do it every episode. Um Discord. It's in it's gonna be in the description of this. Or the YouTube video. If you can't get the link, just DM me. I'll get it to you. All right. Uh, First question. Any plans for the podcast during the All-Star break? I don't even even know when the All-Star break is. Me neither. Couldn't tell you. Um, Like I said, maybe get Swanee on. Uh, It's going to be nice to take like a week break of like streaming and just focusing every single ounce of my attention towards Toronto Blue Jays. It's not not even a week, Johnny. It's like four days. Okay, whatever it is. It's going to be a good break, I guess. Um. I don't know if I'm gonna get Swanee on. Maybe just have him enjoy fucking time with his family. I'm not even gonna bring it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely still do the pod. Obviously, I'm gonna get. I think after we should a do lot. a do a big kind of like halfway point pod where we kind of go a- over evaluate a little evaluation and a little second half uh, second half thoughts. Yeah, yeah, we'll go maybe a little like because we did our year. we did our bold takes last year at the yeah All-Star bold break. takes second half last year. We could do that as well. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely get something going there for sure. Maybe maybe we'll do the bar night that day. Oh, that's no, too close now. It's too close now. Too close. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, can't do now. How are we making these plans, man? <laughs> yeah, it's too close. What's the next question? Three Jays you want to go on vacation with. Three Jays. Um, Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt locked. Uh, I think Swanee would be a great vacation guy. He like maybe that because we know him though. It's kind of yeah. We'll do we'll do we'll do from guys we don't know. We'll do guys. I kind of want to go on vacation with Boba Shet. I want to peel back the layers. Yeah, just fucking have some drinks around those plastic tables that we tweeted about a couple weeks ago where you have the realest conversations yeah. here. Uh, I, yeah, I guess Brandon Belt, Boba Shep, that'd be a weird duo. to be Alejandro together. Kirk. Alejandro Kirk. I'm going to go Brandon Belt, Kevin Kiermaier. Uh, Brandon Belt, Kevin Kiermaier, Kevin Gossman. That's a trio. Hell yeah. That's a fucking trio. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's a great trio. Where's the other one here? All right. Um, if the opportunity presents itself, do you think the Jays move Manoa this deadline? Who's going to take him, though? Like, you're selling he, really low. Like, Johnny, really low. That's great. As a businessman you are, it makes no sense for you to deal him right now when he's at his lowest value. Yeah, exactly. Um, Last yeah. year would have been kind of funny. <laughs> and then this year he had the same numbers as he had uh, – Obviously, right now, that'd be so funny. The Jays deal him, and he just turns into the worst pitcher ever. The yeah. greatest fleece job ever. That'd be hilarious. But, yeah, no, I, you can't trade him. I agree. Can't do it. Uh, would you sign Otani but have to lose Vladdy and Chapsticks? Yes. Yes. That's not even a – Otani is on a on a run that the game of baseball has never seen. He hit – was it 17 or 14 home runs in the month of June? It's ridiculous. He's minus 1,000 to win the MVP, and we're in June. He's we're pretty, in June. He's pretty fucking good, dude. How do you as, imagine striking out 10 people in a game hitting two bombs? Like, it's like, it's just stupid. And that's why it pisses me off when Yankee fans are like, Judge on the same planet as him. He beat, beat him last year. Shut the fuck up. 
All right. Once Judge starts pitching 10, 10, 10 Ks and then striking, and then hitting two nukes, then you could talk. Yeah. When you combine Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge, that's then you could you talk. talk. Yeah. Then you could talk. Then you could talk. But yeah, I'd, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I'd give Otani 75% of Rogers media on top of it. Do you think Vladdy was showing the FanDuel Rogers Center home run prop? How to. <laughs> I mean, FanDuel probably didn't make a lot of money. I mean, they probably lost money because a lot of people were betting it against the A's. So, yeah, that that's such a funny and mean prop. That's such a funny and mean yeah. prop. It's insane. If we don't make the playoffs this year, what do you do in the offseason? I go into a deep depression. I think uh, it, like, front office-wise. Where do you go <laughs> with this team? Chapman would have to go. Yeah, he oh, he's already have- leaving. Fuck. He's probably not re-signed. I think you got to fucking you just got to fire a shit ton of people. Like this, that's unacceptable. Not win a playoff game since 2016. Like that's unacceptable, especially with how big of a market this is. It'd be you'd have to fire a shit ton of people. It sucks, but yeah, like obviously Guillermo would be gone. Pete Walker would probably be gone. John Schneider might be safe because it's a year and a half into his fucking tenure. Actually, I don't know if he would be safe. Ross Atkins would probably be gone. You think? I don't know. It'd be a lot of guys gone. There'd be an analytic nerd. As the GM, probably. Don't disagree with you at all. Some Something would have to change. Now that we got the picture on the field with Kikuchi, who would be the next biggest guy for you to get a picture with? Realistically, Chris Bassett would probably be a guy we're probably going to get a picture with at some point if he reads the DM. But my white whale is Brandon Belt. Like, just to talk to that guy, though, because... Because obviously with the Swanee, we had a long conversation in the field. Like imagine a long conversation with Brandon Belt just talking about like the World Series runs. Like he's played with some crazy players. Like he he played like he played with prime Brandon Crawford, played with prime Madison Bumgarner, Tim played Lincecum. with Tim Lincecum, Buster Posey. Like the stories that this guy probably has is insane, dude. Yeah. I think it'd have to be Brandon Belt. And then maybe Kevin Gossman, probably. I'd, but it, it, I'd probably I mean I don't think we'll ever get one with Bo or Vladdy. I don't think no. we'll. So it's yeah. Some of the guys are kind of tapped in a little bit. I think Gosman, like he's very well could win the Cy Young this year if he has a great second half. Yeah, for sure. So I think doing that, uh, that would be the next big yeah. one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brandon Bell for me. Will the Johnny versus Avery football 1v1 ever happen? That would go nuts. That, that'd go nuts. I, the thing is, though, it relies on the quarterback. Exactly. I don't want to put a third. I don't want to put a third party. Yeah, the third party part. Maybe we'll get a jugs machine. Start just launching. I don't know. It's because then I could just use the the spin zones quarterback every single yeah. time I miss a ball. Um. Yeah, it rely on a quarterback. If, if someone's a good quarterback out there, maybe we'll get that. Yeah. Figure Professional that out. CFL quarterback. Yeah. Um. Some guy wanted to know my pitch arsenal and how fast. You don't want to fucking know that. Um. <laughs> someone asked. Does Johnny's charisma play a big part in Gate 14's success? And as the neutral party, I think it has to. You don't like, <laughs> you don't make waves in a space by just being an being like bland, being normal. You, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, I'm fucked. Like that. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not to put my time. I'm just like I'm. Uh, yeah, you're you're John. Everyone. Yeah, knows it, there's. You. It's a hard way to describe it. Yeah, I'm just like I, I do things differently. I have OCD for random shit that I shouldn't have OCD for. Like for example, tonight, I tweeted the Jays win before Chapman threw the baseball. I clicked send on that tweet because I wanted to be the first one to tweet it. Like I want to be the first account to do the Jays win on Twitter. So 
I just have OCD with that shit. So I tweeted it immediately. And I was like, I see the air. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like just the little things like that, like just shit that you can't, you can't forecast happening or you can't like expect. That's what makes the difference. That tweet did numbers. People just saying, oh, no. And, and I also did a tweet tonight. I fucked up. I said Jays were 16 and 10 in June. Could have easily been 18 and 10. I love June. Didn't make sense. I just added two games for no reason. Yeah, it could have been two more wins if I played two more <laughs> games. Uh, how much of Johnny's reputation was on the line when he almost blew the game tonight? Yeah, that would have been uh, abysmal. That would have been what Blue Jays bat boy with his fake source in the Twitter space. Bad. <laughs> six, that six bad. Six out of ten. That <laughs> it would have been that bad. Would have been that bad. Okay. Our favorite teams in each of the major four sports in North America. I really don't have any. You're crazy for that, man. You just love to chirp teams other people like. Yes. That's that's where I'm at. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm a, about this. So I'm thinking about getting an NFL team. Okay. Rooting for an NFL team. Where where would that lead you to? I got to join a team that isn't popular, that isn't good, but has could be good. I mean, you just smell. Got Bills fans smell all over you. No, no, no. I think I'm going to be an Atlanta Falcons fan. Okay. That's a horrible. <laughs> Why? No, that just rocks, man, because they stink. <laughs> uh, I'm a Leaf fan. I don't really watch too much basketball. Um, obviously, the Jays. And then the Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs football fan. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I don't have any. I really just root for the Blue Jays. I wasn't really a big football fan. I loved the NFL, but I never had a team. And then when I went to school, we went to like four or five Chiefs games. And when you're a neutral party there and you have all the people rooting one way, it's very hard not to like – love that and yeah to be a part of it. i think i only root for michigan and toronto blue jays like the blue jays are my life that's like yeah i i don't want to have any disappointment in other aspects uh, other sports i can't do it no that's that's probably good of you all right um someone dm this to me but who are some content people that you looked up to or like respected in the game I think our style, like the me and you back and forth is a lot similar to like Big Cat and El Prez. Those are two guys that I look up to probably. That's, yeah, when you started doing the content, that was your thing. There's two people for me, Trill Withers, Tyler I Am. He was at Barstool for a bit. Yeah. And Coley. Um, they were the first two guys who kind of did a podcast that wasn't like super high energy. How, like I'm not a super high energy person and it's like, I kind of related to two people who were just normal guys hanging out. Like Tyler would bong rips in the middle of four hour mixtapes episode X. Holy fuck episodes. And I just love that. So it showed that you don't have to be crazy outgoing to do all this stuff. People still listen to that. So yeah, for sure. Those are good to good to go. For me, it it would be. I used to just listen to four hour mixtapes episodes. And it was just like, this is the best. I could listen to these guys all day and you can do it wherever you want. All right. Uh, another question. Do you guys think about censoring what you say sometimes about Jays players because now enough of the team knows you guys or just let it We've fly? been better with that. I think I, I don't think we even really come at guys anymore, to be honest. Well, I do, we never did it in like a mullet. Like, I don't think we came at people for who they are. Yeah, just like they're playing and stuff like that. And they probably, a lot of those guys, you got to understand, like the listeners got to understand, like a lot of those guys would say the exact same thing about themselves if they suck, like yeah. if they've been shit. Like they'd say, I've never attacked a guy's character, maybe Anthony Bass probably, but I've never personally attacked someone. No. I maybe I, I don't know, but I, 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 I definitely... 
I don't think we're in the business of doing that. It doesn't really get us many places. Exactly. And that's why these but players you kinda, do... But we kind of have to be real fans, too, and be critical when the times aren't good. Like, it's not always sunshine and rainbows. The players on the team know that. And I think if, say, like, Swanee was pitching like shit and we said he was pitching like shit, I don't I think... I would never say that about Swanee, yeah. But if he was but... pitching poorly and the numbers would reflect that... We wouldn't say Swanee's a bad guy. We'd just like, yeah, oh, we just not. say he's pitching, not pitching well. I think we'd be better with that. The only guy that I we've kind of stuck true with, we just we just say Calvin. We just will never like Calvin Biggio. But I, we've been pumping his tires lately because he's been pitching well. But I think we don't think we, I don't think we attack guys when they're playing bad as bad as we used to. We attack full blown. I don't even think we attack people. Well, I know what I'm saying is like the offense. Like we just we always say the offense fucking sucks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that we attack full blown departments. Like we we like the or the bullpen suck or the starting pitchers suck or someone's struggling. I think we've been better with that this year because last year we're not getting like I think is it crazy to say we have have 10 times the amount of the followers that we got by this time last year probably like yeah. I think yeah easily so yeah I think we've been better with that. All right, and one more question for the love doctor. Uh, what should I do for my girlfriend for our one-year anniversary later this fall? Don't take her to a Jays game. Don't be that guy, dude. Um, I think a go-to spot for the year anniversary has to be Niagara Falls, right? Okay. Like, I feel like that's a nice like a nice spot to go. It's romantic. There's nice like a nice Brazilian steakhouse there you could take her to. Um, and you, got, you can do activities as well, like walk around, especially in the summer. It's beautiful. There's vineyards there. There's everything to do. I think that's the best place to take someone for a year anniversary or like a spot. I'm going to be biased here. Little Italy in Toronto. That's a beautiful fucking spot. I'm actually going there uh, uh, next week. I think I'm going there. So, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, it's date it's, Johnny it's, on his bullshit. Again. Date Johnny's back. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think, I think Niagara is the best spot because there's so much shit to do. There's endless amounts of shit to do in Niagara. Hell yeah. Um, all right. That's all. Listener that's it. Questions all right. Let's go, on, let's go on a series preview and send them out here. Um, all right. Blue Jays, Red Sox, James Paxton versus Jose Brios tomorrow. A little bit of a mismatch. James Paxton's been really good this year, huh? Yeah. Wow. 319 ERA. Cutter Crawford against Yusei Kikuchi Saturday. Garrett Whitlock against Gossman on Sunday. Again, two pissing pitching mismatches. Cutter Crawford against Kikuchi is a massive one, in my opinion. And Gossman against Whitlock couldn't be a bigger one. Um, the Boston Red Sox coming in here, five-game losing streak. So the do method would say they win Friday. Yes. Right? That's what the do method would say. Uh, I'm going to say Jays lose Friday, win Saturday, Sunday. That's I'm going to say they take two three. Yeah, that's kind of how, how this goes. Don't think they've been great against left-handers as of late. Could be wrong. Oh, I mean, well, Alex Wood chopped yeah, their we ass saw, up. We saw yeah. it with Alex Wood as well. So the yeah. numbers can't be really good. So I'll go... I think the lock of my life would be Kikuchi to win on Canada Day. Yeah, he's going to be fired the fuck up. He's never pitched in front of an atmosphere like that, I don't think, man. Well, In the, in the MLB. Didn't he pitch in the... I, I guess it's different. All-Star yeah. game doesn't count. Like, I'm talking, like, All-Star game's not full of your fans. Like, 55,000 or 50,000 Blue Jays fans there. That shit's going to be a movie. Thank God um, Alec Manoa's not pitching because he would have oh pissed my down his God, that would have been not catastrophic. I'm gonna say two or three, and I'm gonna say Vladdy continues to to fire, man. He's I mean, he's hitting the ball hard, pulling the ball again. I, I'm excited to see what he does this weekend against the Red Sox. I love Jay's Red Sox, man. I don't know what it is. I, it's not really a rivalry because the Red Sox are terrible, but <laughs> I do like watching Jay's Red Sox. It's nostalgic. Yeah. I hate so we'll, I hate when the Jays play the Yankees because they 
feel like they suck against them. Yeah. Even though they're pretty close to even for the last couple of years. I hate the fucking Yankees so much. I'm kind of indifferent to the Red Sox. Yeah, I don't really hate the Red Sox that much. Um, James Paxton tomorrow, I think that's going to be – he's been really good. I mean, he's averaging – his strikeout total has usually been like six and a half. He's averaging way over that. So, I think he was like um, seven and a half last game too. Yeah, he, yeah he, they're starting to adjust. The book's starting to adjust to it. But you know he's going to carve this team up. Probably six scoreless. Jays are going to lose 2 nothing. Jose yep. Brios masterclass. So we'll see. Next time we'll talk to you guys Sunday night. Um this is one of the Jays. best week. This is one of the best weekends of the year. If you're at Canada Day, man, take the pictures. We'll repost them on Insta. You're at Gate 14. Yeah, yeah. Get get those going because I know a lot of you guys are going to be there and stuff like that. Wish you could be there. Wish we could be there, but I got other things to do. But make sure you wear your sunscreen. Make sure you wear your sunscreen. It's going to be a hot one. This is one of the best weekends of the year. We're going to be looking back in November and December, saying, "I wish I took more advantage of that weekend." So that's why I'm getting after it all weekend. Yep. Um, enjoy it. Happy Canada Day, everyone. Uh, love you guys. We might be. Oh no, Canada Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Canada Saturday. Yep. Um, yeah, enjoy it, enjoy it, and uh, be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Don't be a fucking idiot. Uh, Uber home, and uh, yeah, love you guys. Gate fourteen forever.